This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports, 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, we are back. One hour already in the can. We've got two more to go as we roll till 3 o'clock. It's always good when we're doing a little bracketology and talking college basketball. Chris Dobertine, you've heard him on the show before. Uh, Hoops Bracketology, SB Nation. He joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Hello, Chris. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? We're doing great today. Now, am I uh, hearing this correctly? You're on your way to the left coast? Yes, I'll be at Oregon UCLA tomorrow oh, night. And I hate at, at you. Oregon. I hate you. Oh <laughs> at man! Oregon, at Oregon USC on Saturday night. Oh man, that's a great gig. Great gig tomorrow night. I can't wait for tomorrow because we get Duke North Carolina followed by Oregon and you and uh, UCLA. Yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, North Carolina is entering kind of a very interesting portion of their schedule. Where if you think about how Florida State, you know, is kind of built up themselves in an ACC contender because they got all their games front-loaded, all their quality games. They only have a couple left, you know, in the second half of the season. North Carolina has all their big games late. So they're one team I want to kind of keep an eye on as maybe a team that could jump Baylor, you know, as that fourth number one seed um, when we get to Selection Sunday. You know, UCLA, very interesting. They got the great road win against Kentucky, but you look at their overall resume, not real good, not real solid, and I think I saw streak the schedule overall right around 100 right now. UCLA, if they you know, just kind of go up and down, win a couple, lose a couple down the stretch here, is it more likely we see them in that 3-4 range, or do you think they could still make that push up to the number one? Yeah, I think that they, they could. I mean, that game on Thursday is going to be absolutely crucial because Oregon is kind of one of those teams that's standing in their way. And, and honestly, it doesn't look really good for the Bruins right now. The way that defensively they seem to have gotten worse from even how they were earlier in the season. The offense is still great. But you look at what USC did against them at Galen Center. You look at what you know Arizona did them at Pauley. And, and, and they got to get that defense kind of in shape. Otherwise, they are going to end up in that 4-5 or five range because they're just going to pick up too many losses with the way Oregon and Arizona are playing right now. Okay. You mentioned Arizona. What the hell happened when they got off the bus in Oregon at uh, beautiful Eugene and walked into that uh, basketball center that Nike built? I don't think I've ever seen a top-10 team get destroyed so quickly in my entire life. Yeah, they, they needed to do a better job. We're talking about defense. They just needed to do a better job of, of just getting on Oregon shooters because you look, Oregon shot, you know, over 60% from both two and three in that game. So it, it was kind of a combination of Arizona not really doing what they needed to do and Oregon just being completely otherworldly on offense. Crazy game. And it was. They're just it hitting was, shots. God, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I, I was telling Jim, you know, I was just kind of shell-shocked after what Iowa State had just done. and. Yeah. The, Went yeah. right into that game on, on our TVs here uh, locally and not really watching, just kind of had in the background trying to, trying to digest Iowa State, and you look up and yeah. it's 39-13. What's going on here? That, that Oregon team and the level that they play that, Dylan Brooks, if he's healthy, we saw how good they were a year ago. Is this team good enough, though, to win a national championship? Yeah, I mean, this team is, is becoming what we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year when you had some publications actually had them as number one over Duke. You pretty much had everybody kind of you know, had them top four, top five, and they definitely had that capability, and that's why I'm really kind of curious to see what they do tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. The, the game last night with Iowa State, after the monster win 
at Kansas and making 18 three-pointers. And then they went right in the dumpster uh, against a Texas team that isn't very good, that only has you, me, and their closest personal friends show up to watch. The place is like a mausoleum that they play in now. Uh, How does this happen? How can Iowa State... Look, they're not going to make 18 threes again. We all know that. But Mm -hmm. how how can you be a senior-laden team and not get things going in that game against a team you know that you're much better than? Yeah, it's it's one of those great mysteries of college basketball. How do you, you know avoid that letdown and I think that's something that Steve Prom really kind of has to work out a little bit harder because I mean you kind of look at what they've done you know away this year they've, they've improved their road results in the Big 12 you know they, they've won at Oklahoma State which is going to look like a, a really good win at the end of the year I now suspect it does. yeah yep and, and of course winning at Kansas but I, I just really don't understand what happened last night why they weren't fired up for that Texas for that Texas team which you know they you know, they struggle with a little bit names, but, you know, still beat by nine, a pretty comfortable win. So, uh, again, one of those great mysteries, and we'll see what happens when they get Oklahoma on Saturday because that's another type of team that, you know, hasn't played all that great. And if they kind of just sleep on that game before that road trip to Kansas State midweek, there could be a, a little bit of a problem. You know, as you look at it, Chris, uh, this Iowa State resume has been aided so much now with that win on the road at Kansas. Outside mm-hmm. of the wheels falling completely off, let's say you know, they still struggle a bit down the stretch, finish around 500 in conference. Do you think Iowa State, because of the way the bubble currently sits, is still going to be pretty good shape come Selection Sunday? Yeah, I think so, simply because they have enough games left against teams that are still in the picture where they're going to be able, if they, you know, if they get to 500 in the league, they're going to get two or three wins that are going to help them. So... You know, right now they're kind of in that 8-9 range even after that loss last night. Mm-hmm. So I would think worst case, you know, they finish, you know, you know, going 500 the rest of the way. I think you're probably going to end up as a, as a 10 or 11. I think they should be okay and not really have to worry about Dayton. I mean, that's the, the, the quality of those two big road wins. And you got to remember the Miami win I think is going to look better and better too because the Hurricanes have been playing better of late. Okay, fair enough then with Miami. Um, last night also. Michigan State just got hammered by Michigan. Does that do that much more for Michigan, or how much does it hurt Michigan State? I think it does a little of both. I think Michigan State, we kind of have to realize that this team maybe is not all that great and maybe not all they're cracked up to be. So, yeah, I, I think that, you know, we got to kind of see, you know, kind of how Michigan State kind of goes the rest of the way there. They're going to be in a position where this is not going to be a team that's going to surge up to a four or five seed late. This team looks very much like it's going to be a nine or a ten. So keep that in mind. Okay. But I, I think Michigan that helps out a little bit too, simply because you know Michigan State still in that RPI top fifty range that gives them another you know quality when another RPI top fifty win brings them to two, two and six at that point. You know they're seven and nine against the top one hundred. They get a little bit of an RPI boost. So. They're not there yet, but that's a little bit of a thing as long as Michigan State can kind of turn it around themselves a little bit. Like I said, I don't think they're going to be you know, world beaters, but I still think they're going to make it. I think that's going to end up helping Michigan's case as well, too. Talking with Chris Dobertine, SB Nation, taking a look at some brackets and talking college basketball with him on the Draft House 50 hotline. Chris, uh, in the Big Ten, you see Indiana and Michigan sitting right in the middle both five mm-hmm. and six. Their RPIs right next to each other at seventy-five and seventy-six. Overall yeah. records the same at fifteen and nine. 
So who's more likely to make the NCAA tournament, the Hoosiers or the Wolverines? I think Indiana is, if they can get themselves on track, because they have those two aces in the hole from the early in the season when they beat Kansas and they beat North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at those potentially being two, you know, two wins over potential number one seeds, or likely number one seeds, in my opinion, as we get to the end of the, end of the road. So if they can get themselves even to 500 in the Big Ten, I think that that's going to really give Indiana a boost. That's something Michigan doesn't really have. What's up with Maryland? <laughs> I, I was like, losing at home against Purdue. And then mm-hmm. getting and then getting beat by Penn State. What's going on? They're now? finally losing close games. Yeah, yeah. I think that you know, there might be a little bit of regression going on there. You know, Maryland just won so many close games earlier in the season. You kind of figured if they didn't kind of correct that, you know, start putting their foot down a little bit earlier, you know, in games and kind of opening up a margin that was going to come back and, and catch up to them. And, and that's pretty much what happened. Um, you know, they're kind of one of those teams that I look kind of at the Big Ten profiles and. I think one of the three, I think one of Maryland, Purdue, and Wisconsin is going to end up in the top four lines, probably Wisconsin at this point. Okay. But, but Maryland and Purdue just have a little bit too, they have too many holes in their profiles to really kind of get higher than I think a five at this point, unless they really you know, end up running the table. All right, Chris, from there, let's jump to the Hawkeyes. And Iowa fans starting to get excited. Winners of three in a row, albeit against... Ohio State, Nebraska, and Rutgers <laughs> yeah. are 11th, 11th, and 14th of the conference, respectively. Still uh, some excitement here. They know they got to win road games and a big opportunity tonight against Minnesota with their good RPI. What's it going to take, though, for the Hawkeyes? Is it they have to win out at home, win those three home games, and then split the remaining four on the road? Yeah, I think so, simply because those four road games are so much tougher than those home games. You know, And you get that split, you're probably going to end up against two teams that are going to be in the tournament, even though, again, Minnesota, their profile is kind of sagging a little bit. Michigan State, like I said, is probably kind of in that 9-10 range. It's going to end up being kind of a marginal quality win um, compared to what, you know, Maryland and Wisconsin are, are going to be in. You know, those are two very t- tough road trips, even if Maryland can be a little bit questionable sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, Illinois, Indiana, Penn State, you can't lose any of those three. I mean, look at what Northwestern did last night losing to Illinois. And now everybody is kind of in a panic around here. It's like, uh-oh, is, you know, are things kind of turning on Northwestern again? But, but they're, missing, you know, they're I think, missing their best player, though, too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. You know, if he's not going to be gone all that long, it's not going to matter. But if, if this, you know, drags on for a few weeks, then then you got to worry a little bit. But but this game against Minnesota is a great opportunity for the Hawkeyes because, again, the Golden Gophers have not been playing all that well of late. It's, you know, just a nice opportunity for them, you know, to kind of maybe steal one on the road. Take me to the Missouri Valley. We really thought that the game, and we were stunned by this one, Illinois State, yeah. Wichita State, was going to be a dandy. <laughs> and it was a freaking blowout from the get-go by Wichita State. Are they only going to get one team in, or is it going to be if it's Wichita State and Illinois State in the final, they would both get in or not? Uh, I think it's going to be really difficult because if you kind of look at where the two are, Wichita State got their first top 50 win by beating Illinois State, and Illinois State right now is 0-1 against the top 50 So because Wichita State's not in that group yet. So you kind of think if both of them end up ranking the Valley Final, they're both probably going to be top 50. Both probably, you know, somebody's going to be have one top fifty win. Somebody's going to have two top fifty wins. Plan wins that, you know, wins that championship game. And again, it's going to be a function of kind of what else happens later in the week, and that's kind of the disadvantage that the Missouri Valley has playing its conference tournament. You know, a full week before Selection Sunday, 
a lot of other teams can kind of go and, and pass them as those seven days pass on. So I think I would say it's probably, again, only going to be the winner this year. I don't think they're going to get two bids. The Mountain West seems like it's just gone in the dumpster. Uh, San Diego State got beat by San Jose State. Uh, does, yeah. does the Mountain West just get one team, the champion, and that's it? Yeah, I think so. Nevada, you know, ends up losing over the weekend as right. well. They end up losing to Utah or Utah State a week ago. They didn't play a game over the weekend, but that wasn't a great win, a great win or loss for them because you know even with those on the road, Utah State still not you know a real contender in that league. You know they're four and eight in conference. So yeah, I think whoever comes out, it's probably going to be Boise State or Nevada. I don't think the losers are going to get that large shot at all. I want to jump over to the best conference in the land this year, the ACC, and uh, mm-hmm. let's start with Duke. Winners of three in a row. Mm-hmm. Coach K back on the sidelines now. Grayson Allen doing his Grayson Allen things <laughs> yeah, out there. He's playing Brett much better. Yeah. But, but the way this team has been with their inconsistencies, dinged up the whole year, really haven't played with a full complement of players very often this year. Are they going to be judged more from what happens the rest of the year as opposed to maybe their whole 30-plus game resume? I think so, just because, you know, they got the two games against North Carolina. You know, they got Coach K back. They got a difficult road trip to West, to, to Virginia and then another one to Syracuse, which is going to be even more interesting now with the way the Orange are playing. Right. So they've got a lot of interesting games left. Florida State at home, you know, Miami on the road. They don't have a game left against a team that's not really kind of in the picture, even Wake Forest. You know, everybody still talks about them because of their RPI. So they've got a lot of quality games left. So pay more attention to what they do kind of against this, this tougher slate, you know, having, you know, more of a semblance of consistency on the roster and having Coach K back as to kind of what they did earlier on in the ACC campaign. Having a conversation with Chris Dobertine, SB Nation Bracketology, uh, on the Draft House 50 hotline. Can I sneak in one more with the Go ACC? Yeah. Chris, uh, yesterday before the Clemson-Syracuse game, you had Clemson in. I mean, I, I look at this team, and, and I look at yeah. brackets as much as anybody. Uh, I, was, I heard Shelby Mast, who does the same thing as you. You know, he had him in. I, I'm, I'm just struggling so much with this Clemson team. So explain to uh, us non-experts like yourself, how in God's name you have Clemson in the bracket? Well, they actually didn't do too bad of a job scheduling outside of the conference. You know, okay. they, got, they have a game with South Carolina annually, which has turned out to be a really good win for them because they got it on the road. You know, RPI 23 team, you know, South Carolina. UNC Wilmington, where Brunel used to coach, mm-hmm. you know, they beat them at home pretty handily. That's a top 50 win. The Alabama win, which they got in Birmingham, has gotten to look a lot better as, as the Crimson Tide. You know, they beat South Carolina last night. Um, Georgia, another marginal win. Um, so right now they're actually 8-10 and 10 against the top 100 with three top 50 wins. And we kind of look at, you know, what the rest of the picture looks like. You kind of almost have to discount that ACC schedule a little bit and what their ACC record is and look at the whole body of work. And they did a lot during November and December that a lot of teams didn't do, and that's really kind of why they get the edge. Granted, if they keep on this path you know, of finishing below 500 in the ACC, that's not going to last. So this really kind of is more of a temporary type thing. You know, check back with us in a month, and I, if Clemson doesn't get in, in gear quickly, you're not going to see them in the final bracket. Always good, man, when we have a chance to catch up with you. You have a great day, and we are very, very jealous that you're going to have the California weekend. 
So <laughs> I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So Thanks, t- guys. So tomorrow night you're going to be at Poly Pavilion for Oregon yep. UCLA, and then Saturday mm-hmm. you're going to be what USC? Yep, USC Oregon at the Galen Center. Wow. Do you like USC in that game? I I don't. I think Oregon is just going to be too good for them. Okay. With Benny Boatwright back uh, for USC, how does that even so? Even so, okay. Even so, I think Oregon. I think Oregon is just that good. I think it'll be a more competitive game than it was, you know, say a few weeks ago without Boatwright or would have been. Mm-hmm. But I think that Oregon's still going to have enough. Great to talk to you, man. Have a great trip. Stay safe. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. See thanks, Chris. Chris Dobertine, SB Nation Bracketology. You know, it's funny how he, you know, when you asked him about Clemson. Yeah. And we talked about how they got hammered by 50 by Florida State. Mm-hmm. Then last night, lost at the buzzer at home to Syracuse, and everybody has them in. It's crazy. It, it, it's really crazy. And not just that, he has them not even in Dayton. No. He's now, that was before in. the game yesterday. Yeah. Maybe they slide down Maybe. to that. But look at the last teams in. and it, Indiana. Yeah. They haven't been good for two no, months. No, they haven't. And they're dinged up. Yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. What nice win against Kentucky. Right. It's an average basketball yes. team. Syracuse, finally getting hot. Right. They're awful for two months. Oh, God. got beat by 30 by St. John's. I know. I know. Seton Hall. We saw that team come into Carver. They can score. Not that great of a team. No. But here we are. Yeah. And, and that's the saving grace for Iowa State fans. And maybe for Iowa fans. Mm-hmm. If they do what we sp- uh, talked about. Right. And it's going to be difficult. I mean, this team has beat Rutgers on the road. That's it. That's it, yeah. You want the list? Yeah. Rutgers. Rutgers. <laughs> There's That's the it. list. That's it. And now you're expecting them to go to Minnesota. Right. To go to Michigan State. Yes. To go to Wisconsin. To go to Maryland. Win two of those four games. Not just one. Two of the four. Yeah. On the road at those venues. It's still a stretch. I got them in trouble tonight. I, I'm with you. I got that sneaking suspicion yeah. that the Gophers are going to start hitting some threes. Yep. Mason starts to go off. Lynch is a monster inside. Right. It just... It's been a house of horrors. Yeah. It's, it, it, it hasn't been pretty there. A couple years ago, Utah hit that shot right. to win it late. But yeah. uh, outside of that, it's been a lot of, a lot of ugly moments in Williams. And I've been up there for many of them, too. I know you have. <laughs> and, and Minnesota, after the five-game stretch, they've come back now with a couple of wins. Mm-hmm. So Just one, right? Just beat Illinois over beat, the Beat Illinois, yeah. yeah. So this is... This is something now for, as Trent likes to say, little Ricky. Little Ricky Patino. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is important for Minnesota tonight. I mean, it's important for Iowa, obviously, as yeah. well. But if Minis- if you're Minnesota and you're looking for the dance, this is highly important for you tonight. Well, they got five home games left, yeah. the Gophers do. Yeah. And their RPI is in great shape. Uh-huh. Now they just need to start stacking some wins on few, top Yeah, of it. win a few. What do, they, what do they have left after tonight, Iowa? Well, they still have uh, a game against Rutgers oh, oh, win- on the road. Okay, that's winnable, though, for them. Indiana and Michigan at home back-to-back after that. Okay. Both, Both win- winnable certainly games. winnable. Yeah. They go to Maryland. All right, that's yeah, tough. But tough, yeah. Maryland hey, plays everything's close and we just get saw, a couple breaks at the end. We just saw Purdue win. And then you're home for Penn State, home for Nebraska. Okay. Both, Both very winnable. Winnable games there. And then at Wisconsin to finish out. Okay. I mean, th- this is the chance yeah, for, them for to little really... Ricky to punch that ticket. Yeah, it is. And it starts tonight. But if Iowa gets them. So, so what, they got seven left? They have, what's eight? three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight games? So yeah. they win five or six? Oh, yeah. They're, they're in, they're, right? Yeah, they, they win four. I okay. think they're going to be in. Okay. Yeah. All because right. they scheduled very well out of conference. They did do that. They didn't have the anchors of the RPI. 
Maybe our little Ricky should uh, call Fran and explain to him. <laughs> Give him a little advice. Stop on playing how to... teams from the MIAC. <laughs> yeah. No more SWAC teams. <laughs> Kill your RPI. Oh, <sighs> I know that drives you crazy. It does. I know. Jimmy B and TC will open up the phone lines. We have um, Gary Rima, a longtime voice of UNI, coming up at about one forty. Open phones if you want to jump in at two six four seventeen hundred on the Big Talker seventeen hundred. It's playoff time on 1700 KBGG for all the NFL action. I like it. On 1700 KBGG. At DSMCredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons? It's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to DSMCredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. Do you need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly, zero security, all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Cumulus Radio invites you to see the cutest babies in Central Iowa at the Iowa State Fairgrounds on February 25th with Des Moines' Big Baby Shower. From the cutest clothes, furniture, and food for kids to safety seminars to cutest baby contests, you'll find it all with free admission. And if you're a vendor and you want to be part of the fun, check out our Cumulus websites to inquire about space. Des Moines' Big Baby Shower, sponsored by Mercy Des Moines, Babies Are Us, Optimum Chiropractic, Sweet Dreams Bedrooms and Stuff for Kids, My Only Sunshine Photography, and Bondurant Chiropractic. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee. So you have nothing to lose. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows. 
Stock up and save big with automotive products from Menards. Get the perfect formula to improve your vehicle's performance and efficiency with Valvoline Premium Conventional Motor Oil. Valvoline keeps your engine clean, resists oil thickening, and reduces friction to improve gas mileage. Get a brand you can trust to keep your car running smoothly and choose Valvoline. Stop at Menards today and pick up Valvoline Conventional Motor Oil for just $2.79 a quart. Now, during Menards Big Sale. Save big money at Menards. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services with then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Talking sports with Jimmy B and TC. Call the show now. 264-1700. Big sports on 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, Gary Ryman will join us in roughly about 10 minutes or so right here on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, there is really trouble, and it continues at Baylor. Oh, yes. And it is an absolute mess, and it's turned into a major crisis and horrible black eye for the Big 12 Conference. This is, the Big 12 has voted to take away 25% of the money that is shared in the conference, to take it away from Baylor. Uh, Not quite correct. What a little Trumpy in there. You don't have all your facts correct. Oh, did I did I give out uh, uh, alternative facts? They're not taking away fake news. The money is being put basically like in a trust. Okay, yes, it is, and it's going to be given back to them. This is the ultimate. Oh, look how hard we're being on bait. Look, yeah, look, hey, look over here. Look what we're doing. Yes, and you're not doing crap. No, the no. Big Twelve isn't doing yeah. anything. They're making here. it look like they're making it look that way. Yes. But they're not doing anything. That $7 million plus that is being withheld, it's withheld. Not taken away. Withheld. Withheld. Big difference. See, I'm helping you with your facts. I appreciate that. You can that. call me Sean Spicer. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it better when you were Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> that was pretty good. Chew some gum, will you? <laughs> the, the, thing, the thing that gets me about this is that I, and I was looking at Twitter, and people were screaming, well, kick them out of the conference. Sure. I agree. Kick them out. Not going to happen. No. 
No, they're not going anywhere. And then you have the Matt Rule, who's the new head coach there, mm-hmm. brings in the conditioning and strength coach. He gets busted for being caught up in a sex ring. Ooh, prostitutes, right? Ooh, doggies. It's not good. No. It's not a good look. You're at a Baptist University. Man, oh, man. You it, have been raked over the coals. Big time. With sexual assaults and rapes and all kinds of scandal. And now you Now this guy's out there looking for a little something yeah. something on the side. Yeah. Oh, turn in a trick. I can't do that. That's just nuts. I, I, I don't get it how. I don't get that in general. I don't either. I mean, I, I mean hey, I just walk outside. Hey, I'm available. <laughs> See, it happens. You know. Must be nice at the nursing home. It's nice being me. Can't get pregnant at that age. (laughs) I can't can't knock up anybody, trust me. (laughs) All right, then. We're we're, we're sliding off the rails here. Bring it back, Jimmy D. So the point that I'm making is, is that is this going to be an ongoing story for this university, like for five years? Is it not, not even though they've changed coaches, cleaned house, mm-hmm. and they still can't get out of their own way? Well, I just take you back to the last big scandal that we had in Penn State and a story that came out earlier this fall as uh, the school president mm-hmm. was talking about you know, restoring Joe Paterno, the yes. statue, those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. You had many people involved inside of their what for us as regents they have i believe a different name for it i think they do but uh basically the same kind of thing that they have there and and all these things and and when you have the culture that is built in a certain way i truly believe that the only way that you can restart is by shutting down the program Mm -hmm. and when smu was given the death penalty remember initially it wasn't called the death penalty right that's not what it was called they were just told we are shutting it down for yeah, two years. That's it. But then they saw what happened to SMU, yeah. and that's how the name death penalty that's came about. That's how it stuck, because it killed it. This wasn't an NCAA term. This right. wasn't a term that somebody came up with initially at the university. People saw what happened to SMU football and mm-hmm. from what it was in the late 70s into the 80s, and then what it turned into afterwards when they came back up. That's why it got the word death penalty. Right. That's how it came about. You know, this is one of those things that you just continue to shake your head. And you're you're going, how can this still be happening? I mean, there's, a, there's so much left over from what took place under the Bryles administration. And that idiot who was the president at the time, they fortunately got his ass out of there and the AD. And this is... It's a it's amazing to me that they can't take steps to try to put together some sort of rebuilding and trying to bring respectability back to the school. And now you have this. Now, mm-hmm. are they lucky that it happened at this particular time of the year? Do they have several months now where they can hopefully sweep it under the carpet? Right. And by the time they get into August and football's gearing up, at least down there, nobody will even be talking about it. Mm -hmm. They'll just get ready to play. That's the hope. That's the hope. The hope that it'll be another one that's swept away. Yep. Some sad stories and and just some gut-wrenching things coming out 
from Baylor, and it seems like you know every other day there's something new that you hear about, and, and just the sheer volume of mm-hmm. it. Uh, the the was it Kendall Bryles? Yeah, uh, what he was saying to recruits. Yes. Uh, some sickening things. They had they they have what they call like hostesses. Sure, and I and lots of schools have them. Everybody does. Yeah, and they escort the recruits around. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently these hostesses were doing much more than just. Walking kids around campus. Yes. And so that has come up into the conversation in recent weeks. They've had to do away with that program. And now they're looking for a new strength and conditioning coach as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I, I was uh, surprised just, when Matt Rule took that job. Yeah, I was too. He had, I mean, look, I know he got paid well. But God, you and he's a faith guy. Mm-hmm. But he had to know what he was walking into. I don't think anybody truly knows until you get there, though. Wow, I just don't think anybody really knows. Wow, and, and you've heard about this a lot. I mean, you, yeah. you heard the same when Bill O'Brien got to Penn State. You yes. heard even even when Franklin got there after O'Brien. Yeah, and, and these guys just don't realize how difficult and, and how tarnished a lot of times mm-hmm. the image of the university and the football program is until they get there. It's my it's mind blowing. It really is. Hey, quickly uh, yeah, over to a little basketball. Go for it. We were talking with Chris Dobertine. Yes. Georgia Tech, one of the teams trying to battle their way in. Did you see who the Yellow Jackets played last night? I did not I did not look in on Georgia Tech. They no. Well, they had a game. Okay. Not an ACC game, though. Non-conference game. Oh, all right. They took on something called Tusculum? Tusculum? Oh, tu- Tusculum. Tusculum. Yes. What in God's name is that? I have no idea. It might be something that uh, you've been doing since you've been sick. Yeah, it sounds, <laughs> sounds like one of the medicines that I've tried to use. I just need a little Tusculum. Tusculum. They won 96-58. Georgia Tech did? Nobody got hurt, yeah. Okay. Good news for Georgia Tech. What the heck is Why it? do you play that? I mean, I'm sure it's some small school probably in Atlanta. Yeah. It's something like it, that. It's, yeah. What an odd, odd time. Yeah, what, yeah why would you, you get a break? Yeah. You know, everybody gets kind of that buy at some right, point yeah. that you have. Is this like the uh, like the SEC in football where they always play a one-double-A <laughs> right. team? Uh, just you bring before. in Wofford? Yeah. Uh, this is no Wofford. Savannah State? Oh, man. Georgia Tech. You gotta Tusculum. Give, you got to give it up to Pazner, though. He's done a nice job. He's he really has in his first year there, because they were supposed to be just god awful, and he's what he's knocked off North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Did he beat Duke as well? He beat he he no, beat Florida State. Right, that was the yeah, other that was one. the other one. He yeah. beat Florida State. That's incredible. Kendall Patterson leads the, leads the way for Tusculum. Yes, twenty one last night. Oh, good, losing effort. good for Kendall. Jimmy B and TC, we're coming right back. Gary Rima will be our guest right here on the Big Talker seventeen hundred. Keep it here on 1700 KBGG for UNI Basketball, Des Moines Station for Sports, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
ahead to the JCPenney Love Worth Giving Sale. Find gifts throughout the store, like up to 60% off all fine jewelry, now through Valentine's Day. Plus, starting Thursday, get $10 off when you spend $25 or more with coupon on select items in-store and at jcp.com. Or this Saturday, for just three hours in-store only, hurry in for $20 diamond stud earrings. That's right, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday, get diamond stud earrings for just $20. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 292214. Some exclusions apply. Check jcp.com or newspaper for coupon and details. This Valentine's Day, send your sweetheart the gift that shines above all others. Name a star after them. I'm Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after your sweetheart and send a beautiful gift package. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com for this year's hottest Valentine's Day gift. Let your ideas grow at the Des Moines Home and Garden Show, February 9th through 12th at the Iowa Event Center. With hundreds of experts all under one roof, this is the place to find great deals, new ideas, and practical advice. Meet Jason Cameron of DIY Network's Desperate Landscapes and Man Caves. Plus, stroll through the feature gardens to get ideas and inspiration for your outdoor space. From kitchens and baths to gardening and more, don't miss the Des Moines Home and Garden Show, February 9th through 12th. Buy tickets online and save at DesMoinesHomeAndGardenShow.com. From painting to lawn maintenance, we protect our homes, both the inside and the outside. Now is the perfect time to protect the most valuable thing in your home. Protect your loved ones by practicing a fire escape plan and installing Kitta fire and security products. Kitta is here to help with a full line of easy-to-install fire and carbon monoxide alarms and security cameras. And you can find them all at the Home Depot. Stop in today for everything you need to protect your home. Kitta, technology that saves lives. We talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3. The trick golf shot that I do have is when I hit it in the woods if I find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good. I've seen you golf. The trick shot for you is hitting the green in regulation. There you go. And Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. Of the three teams on your throwout in the West list, the one at the bottom would be the one that I might no, keep in. don't trust them as far as I can throw. Big sports on 1700 KBGG. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 
Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now at Aspen, you can join for a dollar, just one dollar. By the way, when you join, you get two free training sessions at Aspen. you got to try to take advantage of this. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back in, everybody. We roll till 3 o'clock today uh, on a snow day. Uh, snow's supposed to be out of here by now. Roads probably will be pretty decent by the time everybody gets off work. Just Take your time. No need to rush. Uh, Gary Rima, it's always fun when we get him on the show. And uh, we're going to put him on right now. Uh, longtime voice at UNI. Also owns his own basketball team, the Court Kings, as well. So we'll let him pump up his uh, his own little uh, game a little bit. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Gary, hello. Busy times, uh, Jimmy B. It's just like crazy right now. Got to, you know, the Panthers are in the 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 final heat, the final run of their schedule. I got the Court Kings thing going big right now, bringing players in from all over. Man, it's a fun time of the year right now for me. Now, Trent told me that he was an outstanding three point shooter when he was in <laughs> high school. You got a spot for him on the roster? All he needs to do is show up. I, I, I got a uniform that'll fit him. I think we'll put him in double zero. Uh, yeah, man, if he if he could knock down a couple of three, he'd be a fan favorite. I, I know he would. Oh, they'd, be ch- they'd be chanting TC, TC. Uh, we'd pull him up off the end of the bench and get him in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I The only way that I want to play basketball anymore is if we go back to the old girls six-on-six six rules because I refuse to play defense. Three, 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 three rules and that's it. Uh, yeah, three on three and you you want to just be at the offensive end tc i know that you're a you're a shooter you're a gunner that's right <laughs> you know me well you know me well well gary uh some gunners over on the side for you and i and uh, what a start with the guy that we haven't talked a whole lot about luke mcconnell a, a kid that redshirted a year ago still needs to add some size but he's done a nice job at some couple different stretches here was this anticipated at all? Did Coach Jake expect to see something out of him at this point in his career, or has this been a pretty big surprise? Well, it, it, I don't think it's a huge surprise because I really think the coaching staff thought after redshirting him last year, he would be a guy that would come off the bench and contribute some. But the way the way his season started, he was coming off a, a, a knee injury from the summertime, did not get himself in good shape when they when they started. Uh, opening up camp and working out in September. And he was really, he was behind a lot of guys, including Justin Dahl, uh, the kid that's, you know, nearly the seven footer, uh, the redshirt freshman out of, out of Minnesota. Um, and, and finally they, they gave him his chance and he just took advantage of it. And, and he still got work to do. He's still not probably quite strong enough. Um, but I tell you what, guys, he's, he's a talent. He, he's around the basketball he rebounds it. He can shoot it. He can score in around the basket. He can shoot the three. And and I think, T.C., as you followed this UNI team this year, when the Panthers were really struggling and they were in that, that bad start of league play 0-5, Coach Jake was searching for just another guy or two to come off the bench 
uh, and, and at, he tried Ted Friedman. He tried Justin Dahl. Um, he tried um, Isaiah Brown some, and those guys just they just weren't clicking. They just weren't taking advantage of it. And finally, they, they threw Luke in there and, and gave him a shot, and he had a couple of big shots. He rebounded it, didn't turn it over, played smart, and he just keeps getting more and more minutes. So he, he's been a little bit of the X factor. You know, we, we've gone 6-1 and one in our last seven games, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of reason for that. Bennett Cook's play and Juwan McLeod growing up in front of our eyes and, and you know, how Ashton's played pretty steady. But we needed a little more depth, and I think Luke McDonald's been, been a big part of that, and and he's he's going to get nothing but better. I mean, we're, it's really kind of the tip of the iceberg with him right now. What do you what do you think was the problem, or why is Clint Carlson struggling the way that he is? Boy, if I knew that answer, Jimmy B, I'd I'd be in coach's ear every day. I'd okay. call him, I'd text. Uh, you know, it's it's been it's been a bit of an anomaly. I, you know he. Uh, the the crazy stat for me is that in home conference games this year he's one of twenty three from the three point arc. Wow. I mean, think about that. I mean, here's a guy that the second half of last season into the conference tournament, into the NCAA tournament, he's one guy you you didn't mind seeing him shoot the three. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was hitting threes. Then they'd come out and guard him. He'd drive around him and score. Um, you know, he, he hit a big bucket for us in, in our win over the weekend. I mean, that, that driving layup from the top of the key uh, in, in the final 40 seconds of that game, when he put that home to put us up by four, I think that was the backbreaker that helped us beat Indiana State. Um, but, you know, he, he's actually played better of late, but for some reason, Jimmy B., the three-point ball just will not go for him right now. If somehow that starts to fall here in the final six games of the conference season, We'll be a lot tougher to beat, no matter no matter who we play. We need that from Clint, Gary. Uh, this uh, team, it's really kind of gearing up like it was a year ago. They knew that they were going to have to get hot and and win it all at Arch Madness. But this is a lot different team, a lot younger group of guys, and there's always the concern about hitting the wall. Has Coach Jake yep. talked about that at all? These young guys going through this for the first time. You look at Haldeman. You you look at Juwan McLeod, and on down the list. Is that a concern right now? I actually asked that exact question to him, but specifically about Juwan McLeod for the simple reason that I think the redshirt freshman, after going through the grind of redshirting and all those practices, I think they're you know mentally tough and they're in condition to to, to play it out. Whether it's you know whether it is a guy like Luke McDonald or Spencer Haldeman, I think they're ready you know for a thirty-plus game season. I, I don't. I don't see them hitting the wall, but was, but for a true freshman like Juwan McLeod, um, uh, even Isaiah Brown, you always worry because they're used to playing 20 high school games and your season's over. You're done. It's not as long a season. It's not the, the mental approach isn't the same with all the, the game planning and the video study. Um, but Coach Jake made a good point. He said, you know, with Juwan, his confidence has really grown over the last three or four games. And he doesn't, he doesn't see him hitting the wall. He sees him just keep getting better and better. And with, with his confidence now at an all-time high this season with how he's been playing, I think he's going to be fine. But I, I just think it's always a concern with a true freshman that you get, you get 23, 24 games into the season, uh, all of a sudden you know, their bodies tell them, hey, your basketball season should be done. You, you shouldn't mm-hmm. still have six, seven, eight games left. But 
Um, I, I, Juwan's a strong kid, and I, I think he's going to be fine. I think he'll hold up right up to the end of the season. Gary Rima is our guest, longtime voice of UNI. You hear the games here on the Big Talker 1700. He's on the Draft House 50 hotline. Gary, I'm real curious about Coach Jake. You've been around him a long time. When the season began, in your estimation, is this where he thought the team would be, or did he expect them to be better? I think uh, you know he he never really talks a lot about you know I thought we could have this kind of year or our record he, and any guys he at nauseum talks about how he doesn't really look at the record doesn't really get all locked in on do we have twelve wins or twenty wins but just my opinion I really think he thought that the. I just suspected he thought the record would be better, that we wouldn't be sitting right around the, the 500 mark overall, 500 in the league. I, I think he thought we would be better than that record-wise. Um, but, you know, there were a lot of new pieces to this, and, and I think they also knew in the back of their mind that it could be a year like this, too, where you're, you're going to have some growing pains. There's, You know, you really only had four returning guys, and one of those guys is, is on the shelf right now in Wyatt Lowhouse. Now, Ted Friedman's a returner, but Ted hasn't logged a lot of minutes. So, you know, really it's it's Bennett Cook and Carlson and Jeremy Morgan, and everybody else is, is brand new as far as playing time at this level. So, uh, you know, even though I think they thought, you know, maybe if you said, hey, what are you going to be 25 games into the season? I, I think they probably thought, hey, 15 and 10, 16 and 9. And if you look back, guys, um, you know, that, that early season loss to Missouri State, you'd love to have that one back mm-hmm. at home. You'd love to have the Bradley game back. You lost on the road where Jeremy Morgan was hurt and couldn't play. You just turn those two around, and, and you've got a, a winning record at this point, and all of a sudden you're 8-4 you're and four in the league instead of 6-6. Six and six. And, you know, that's, that's maybe wishing or second-guessing. But So I, I, think, I think now with where the team is at, if you look at what we've done over the last seven games, we're playing a lot better. Uh, and just look at tonight's game. It wasn't that long ago. We were 0-5 and on the bottom, and a lot of the right. teams thought, wow, you know, you and I, they're in big trouble. And, and tonight we're playing for third place in the league. We beat Southern Illinois. We're in a tie for third place in the conference standings. And, hey, look at the preseason, uh, the preseason poll. We were picked to finish third. So, you know, uh, this team's got a chance to be probably about right where the coaching staff thought they would be, either just behind Wichita State and Illinois State, or maybe thought you could be in between them and in second. So with the game tonight, the game at Missouri State Saturday, back home next Wednesday with Bradley, this team's got a chance to all of a sudden be maybe 9-6 and six and, and feeling pretty good and looking pretty good with only three games to go on the conference schedule headed to St. Louis to that conference tournament in one of those top six seeds. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Stay out of that play-in game and have to make it three in three days as opposed to four and four. Gary, a uh, quick peek ahead to tonight. Southern Illinois got them a uh, squeak by that one late over in Carbondale. What do you expect to see out of the Salukis tonight? Well, they're going to come in, you know, they're coming in with a lot to play for too, guys. They're the lone team in third place. I mean, I, I I just didn't think we'd say that about SIU with 12 conference games uh, under our belt. Now they're seven and five. They sit in third place all by themselves. Um, they have not won in the McLeod Center in a long, long time. And I know 
that that's something that, that their coaching staff, and I saw Mike Reese, their radio guy, tweet out something about that, about it's time to end this losing streak. I mean, uh, they're, they're bound and determined to come in and knock off you and I tonight. And, guys, it's so important because we beat them at their place, mm-hmm. and the big tiebreaker in the conference standings for seeding is head-to-head. So they know if they get beat tonight by the Panthers that we've got the head-to-head with them. And even though in the record column we're tied, we're actually technically a game up because we'd have the head-to-head with them. So, you know, we got to control Sean O'Brien. He makes them go, and if he's not hitting shots, uh, if you try and guard him one-on-one, he's going to shoot over you and score right now the way he's playing. If you're doubling, he finds the open guy and they score. So a big key tonight is can we can we neutralize Sean O'Brien? And uh, and if we do that, I think we got a great chance to sweep this regular season series tonight with them. This Teak Bowl, their big guy inside, he's the newcomer of the week uh, this past week with how he's played of late for the the Saluki. So we've got a Bennett Cook and Clint Carlson and Luke McDonald, Ted Freeman, who's ever on him, has got to do a good job on their big guy, Pete Bowl. But um, I, guys, I like our chances at home. We're we're uh, we're playing much better on our home floor and, and got a little momentum going into this one tonight. Always good, man, when you take time for us. Thank you, Gary. Have a good call tonight, pal. All right. Appreciate you guys and appreciate the big talker carrying you and I basketball for all of our, our Panther fans in that Des Moines Capital City area, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Jimmy B. Thanks, TC. Have a good one, Gary. Gary Rima on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines, and Gary's correct. Game tonight, and you can hear it right here on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Nick here at Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway. Stopping for happy hour Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Want to catch the big game? Best place in town. Every weekend, 40-plus TVs, football. Stop out the Draft House 50, 6240 Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines, Iowa. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. From painting to lawn maintenance, we protect our homes, both the inside and the outside. 
Now is the perfect time to protect the most valuable thing in your home. Protect your loved ones by practicing a fire escape plan and installing Kitta fire and security products. Kitta is here to help with a full line of easy-to-install fire and carbon monoxide alarms and security cameras. And you can find them all at the Home Depot. Stop in today for everything you need to protect your home. Kitta, technology that saves lives. You know, sometimes holding things for people is just the right thing to do. Holding the door, holding someone's place in line, even holding your wife's purse when she uses the restroom. That's why when you reserve a used car on CarMax.com, they'll hold it for up to seven days free of charge. Will they hold it if it's pink and enormous and full of more lip gloss than anyone could use in one lifetime? Well, if they loved you, they would, apparently. Seven-day holds, no judgments. CarMax, drive what's possible. This Valentine's Day, let Jared turn your feelings into jewelry. Jewelry that tells her she's the best thing that's ever happened to you. In a way that goes beyond words. It could be a piece jewelry designers created just for Jared. Or a piece we custom made just for you. Because we're more than a store that sells beautiful jewelry. We're jewelers. The one unique gift that makes her Valentine's Day unforgettable. That's why he went to Jared. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly zero security all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515 262 Star. Call today for next day installation 515 262 Star.